0: Super Bowl, best Super Bowl I can remember. I'm not a sports fan, and even I was. Just blown away. Great game. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Uh, And, hey, stripper poles. Who doesn't love them? You know what I mean? The crotch camera. Mm -hmm. Where has that been the whole time? Uh, Jeb Bush uh, came out and tweeted, best halftime of a Super Bowl ever. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I, oh I had a different opinion uh, on, uh, on that one. Uh, also, now this blew me away. Bill Kristol has come out and said he's a Democrat. Now, the next thing I know, I know it's a shock. The next thing that we're going to find out is that Jonathan Van Ness is gay. If that happens, my whole world is upside down. I don't know what. I don't know what to say. And we begin with Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. This Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. This is Iowa, the true America. Well, I mean, if there is such a thing. But there isn't. Or maybe there is. I mean, there has to be. There can't be. There absolutely is. Friendly people in general in Iowa. Patient, courteous. One of our reporters, Kevin Ryan, was out, and at one point he said... He was at one of the train track intersections in the state. The crossing gate lowered, the bell rung, and the train chugged by. Several cars waited at the designated line, and a few minutes later, the train just stopped. But people kept pulling into the line of cars. Nobody sped off, nobody honked their horns. In Chicago or New York, you'd hear screeching and honking and curse words, peel-outs, maybe even gunshots. But this is a different state, a charming place. The way the land breathes under you, spread out like a blanket, and the corn stalks lean with each breeze, and the marigold softness on the horizon without the skyscrapers imposing their faces. Everywhere you look, all you see is America, the honey scent of fertilizer and livestock. At night, the whole world gets dark and quiet, so quiet you can almost, you feel like Adam and Eve just looking up, alone in the garden, contemplating the electric sky full of planets and stars and other lives they couldn't understand. Iowa is 170... uh, Sorry, 187 times bigger than New York City. Yet there are only 3 million people in Iowa, compared to the 9 million people in New York City. There are actually more feral hogs than humans in Iowa. That's an actual fact. Yet, people stay in Iowa for generations and you can kind of see why. You have to admire its stable geography. It's the only state with parallel rivers as borders. On the easternmost side, along the Mississippi River, there's the world's steepest and shortest railway. On the other, along the Missouri River, A monument stands, it's to Sergeant Floyd, it's the only man to die during the Lewis and Clark Great Expedition. And every July, for a whole week, cyclists traverse the divide, bumping along those uneven roadways. By the way, I want to go back. You did understand there are 21 million feral hogs in Iowa. I just want to go back to that for a second. That's roughly the population of Mexico City or San Francisco, Oakland and Phoenix and Seattle and Detroit combined. They have more hogs than Mumbai has people. And if the Iowa hogs divided in two factions and occupied different sides of the states, Iowa would have two megacities, classification earned only in America by Los Angeles and New York, 21 million hogs. They arrived in the 1500s thanks to the ham-obsessed Spaniards led by DeSoto. And for centuries, Native American tribes alone occupied the land, the sack and the fox, the Iowa Dakota Sioux, the Oto, and before that, woolly mammoths roamed the plains. In the 1700s, the French showed up with their fur trade and their treaties. The area belonged to France until 1763, following a defeat by Spain in the French and Indian War. The region flopped from one nation's hand to the next until the Louisiana Purchase happened when Thomas Jefferson was they talked about impeaching him because he had the Louisiana Purchase. He bought the land from Louisiana to Montana. That would become the Midwestern and Southern states, including Iowa. We paid $18 a square mile. Shortly after the purchase, the territory's new residents got a little possessive, and soon enough, sellers were shoving the Indians off the land that they'd occupied since the Ice Age. Some next-level gentrification, I guess. But we've always had a bloody streak. Man, always does. Not just America. Especially back then, it was violent and cruel. There was mayhem. It was... a just out in the middle of nowhere on the wobbly plains, gunfights, stabbings, honest to God, cowboy stuff with gunslingers, who who knows what else happened there. And then came the Civil War in the 1860s, the worst kind of war, the kind that guts a nation. Iowa had only been a state for 15 years with a population of about half a million people. Yet, with only 500,000 people, 75,000 Iowan men fought for the Union. Now, that's the highest percentage of soldiers from any other state on both sides. And they died like hell. Drowned in the mud, ransacked by cannonballs, bayonet to the gut or the neck or anywhere. It was the cruel early stage of modern warfare. But America's always been a rugged and An unceasing territory. We're roughnecks. We're a chancer. And most of the times it pays off. We fought the Civil War and we stayed together. But then came the railroads sprouting up all across the country. It was the late 1800s. Trains could haul produce from any part of the country to another part of the country, so the farming jobs flourished in Iowa, and the population grew. In 1901, Quaker Oats was founded in Cedar Rapids. Then in 1937, Iowa State University professor John Vincent Aniskoff and graduate student Clifford Berry created the first automatic electronic digital computer. Wait a minute. In Iowa? The same state that gave us oatmeal also shoved us towards the creation indirectly to Grand Theft Auto 5 and iPhones and all of the luxuries that are now our reality. Iowa had a thriving agriculture until World War I, then the Great Depression, then World War II, and everywhere, all around the world, people wanted to live in the larger cities. That's where things were getting done, and Iowa had very few. But they coped how they could, replacing the agricultural with the industrial. And during the war, Iowa built tanks, rifles, airplanes, armies, armor. You should know, by the way, 8,389 Iowans died by the end of the war on September 2nd, 1945. Imagine surviving the war and returning to the endless fields and The oceans of sky. As the haze of wartime and the economy cleared, Iowans enjoyed, like the rest of America, a sense of renewal. They had benefited from the change of industry. Agriculture had always been the moneymaker, but now Iowa was building refrigerators, farming equipment, stationery. To this day, Iowa still is the largest producer of eggs, pork, and corn. In 1958, Winnebago, the RV manufacturer, was founded in Winnebago County, Iowa. And since that day, your home can be wherever it is that you want it to be on this continent. A year after Winnebago was founded, a plane crash outside of Clear Lake, Iowa killed the music. The day the music died. It was in Des Moines on January 20th, 1982, when a 17-year-old boy grabbed a dead bat, fangs, snout and all, and threw it at Black Sabbath. Even the performer Ozzy Osbourne, he grabbed the tiny little bat corpse and shoved it in his mouth and started gnashing. He thought it was a rubber bat until that bat kind of exploded in his mouth and he found out that it was really a rat but he had started, and he couldn't break the persona, so he just went on right after the show. He was rushed to Broadlawn's Medical Center for rabies. Ozzy Osbourne's bat decaptation stands as, as one of the most notorious moments in rock and roll history, and it was in Des Moines, Iowa. Then there's Brid, Iowa, home to the National Hobo Convention as well as the Hobo Museum. Call the town quirky or gross for hosting such a thing, or you can see the humanity in it. You can see the neighbors, the neighborliness. My grandparents were from Iowa. They say the name Iowa is a reference to when Indians discovered the land. It was the first words they uttered. When they looked at the beautiful, sprawling land in the hills, they simply said, Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. It translates to beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Maybe not so much today as we go now to the polls. Iowa is a place that is Sharply divided just within the Democratic Party, and it is besieged with reporters and politicians and a circus every four years. We get to that here in just a second. Wow, oh, I am still reeling, Pat. I don't know about you, but I'm still reeling from that Bill Crystal announcement that he's <laughs> he's a Democrat now. Oof. Wow. I, I mean, that's been coming
1: on for how long? Uh, uh, when was he born? Years. <laughs> yeah, <like> 60 years. <laughs> I
0: mean, that is the least surprising story I have ever seen. Yeah. Um, anyway, Iowa today. Any thoughts on Iowa? We have uh, Steve Dace coming up in just a little while. We also have Tulsi Gabbard uh, joining us today in hour number two. I'm anxious to talk to Tulsi um and uh and hear her thoughts of what's happening in the Democratic Party they um they seem to be control freaks no
1: <laughs> they seem not to want bernie again uh they didn't want him last time and they don't want him this time so have you heard about
0: the um have you heard about the uh, uh the poll the 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 Des Moines Register poll that comes out with Buddha judge no, 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 yeah, the yeah. one that comes out every year, mm-hmm. day before the Sunday before, and uh, and has the final poll, and it was it was pulled back because they say there are errors, but there's all kinds of conspiracies floating.
1: Yeah, they uh, there the con- there was a conversation with one of the people that they polled, and I think they got his name wrong they said his name wrong or or the uh person being polled said the name wrong Any, but but he voted for buddha judge anyway mm-hmm. and so but there were questions about that and so they just threw out the poll even though the guy <laughs> voted for
0: buddha judge in the in, yeah.
1: yeah in the poll
0: right it is, so here's what it, here's here's what it was Somebody who was just answering the phone raised the issue with the way the survey was being administered, which could have compromised the results of the poll. It appears a candidate's name, Judge, was admitted in at least one interview in which the respondent was asked to name their preferred candidate. And he mm-hmm. said, what about Judge? And the guy was like, oh, sorry, Judge. And so because of that, because of that, mm-hmm. they're throwing the poll away. Now... Is that what happened? Is that what happened? Because I suppose if you saw the poll, you could see that Buttigieg was either way, way underperforming from all other polls, Mm -hmm. uh, and then you could say, okay, well, there's a problem. But they didn't say there was a problem. What they said was this one incident, and they made sure that they didn't publish the poll. Now, there are some that are saying, That this poll wasn't uh, published because it was bad for Biden. Others are saying it's really good for Sanders. And that's why they didn't publish it. Because the Democrats don't want Sanders. And -hmm. if it's bad for Biden, they don't want to lead into that. This is... And for the Des Moines Register to play along with them like that? This is the first time... It's unbelievable. This is the first time in the history of the Des Moines Register they have not published this poll. That's really bad.
1: That is really bad. You don't throw the poll out just because of w- I mean, one response?
0: Unless... One response? Unless you come out and say, we found out that this person did not ask uh, Buddha Judge in in others, or he was not confident then you come out and you say that yeah what they're coming out yeah. and saying is well because of this one guy we're not sure and yada yada well how confident are you did you ask the guy I mean it's 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 remarkable to me because you're playing with fire when it comes to Bernie Sanders oh yeah they've made that clear oh have they not right
1: I mean when you threaten to burn Milwaukee to the ground Uh,
0: Yeah, that's he's got a volatile uh, base of people. Can we play the uh, Bill Maher audio from uh, the Bill Maher show this weekend? Listen to this. But I tell you why Bernie Sanders is attractive to me now, because he's the only Democrat who, like Trump, has an army, who when it gets to this other level, he's got a bunch of badass motherfuckers who will get in the streets. Okay, so Trump doesn't have that. Okay, Trump doesn't have that. We've not gotten
1: into the streets. We have nobody's not... claimed they're gonna burn anything to the ground. Nope. Nope.
0: There's been no violent rhetoric from N- Trump supporters. No. In fact, the violent rhetoric is all from the other side mm-hmm. against Trump. I mean, look at what the state of Virginia did just to people who liked the Second Amendment. Yeah. Okay? They immediately called all of those people names and and bad names. They were white supremacists, they were Nazis. You know, they Mm -hmm. mobilized against them. So, uh, I mean, you're dealing with fire. I have more on this with Bernie Sanders uh, coming up. But this is something that we talked about literally 20 years ago. 20. um, No, it was about uh, 15 years ago, 14 years ago. We talked about it and I spelled it out. Democrats, here's what you're doing. Here's what's going to happen. Here's how it's going to end. And we're now there. And the Democrats are freaking out, Mm -hmm. freaking out. They should be. Yeah, they should be. Because today in Iowa, I think everybody's been trying to calculate who could beat Trump, who could beat Trump. They don't see anybody. So there's either going to be a low turnout or I think people are going to go in and go, you know what? doesn't matter. I'm just going to vote for who I want. I'm going to vote for the person I because I can't do the calculus. I don't know who could beat Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And that could change things dramatically tonight. Remember, this is not a poll like you normally do. This is a caucus. Very different. We'll explain later on in the program. Don't miss it. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. It's Monday. Iowa caucus today. I'll be in Washington, D.C. for the State of the Union. Uh, and then also the uh, the vote on impeachment on Wednesday, Thursday we have our special a don't miss special. It is the last on our series of Ukraine, and this is the Da Vinci Code. When that, that's Wednesday or Thursday? That's Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. And okay. um, I think it's eight p.m. Is 8 it not? My belief. No, I 830 Central? No, no, no. It's changed. No? Oh, it changed. 8 Eastern. Okay. Yep. It's 8 Eastern um, it airs. And don't miss this one. This is this has nothing to do with Trump. Um, has very little to do really with Ukraine. Nothing really to do with Hunter Biden. This is <laughs> the this is the Rosetta Stone to understand exactly what's going on. It's an hour long. It's It will leave you breathless and it will leave people who uh, voted for Barack Obama, I think, hating Barack Obama. I think when you see what really is happening, what happened uh, with Barack Obama, he betrayed everything you think he stands for. And that's what's really going on tonight Mm. um, at, I'm sorry, Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay, last night was the uh, Super Bowl. I'm not a Super Bowl fan. Usually they're boring as snot because it's usually a runaway. This was thrilling to the end. Stu yeah. said it right last week when he said, um, you know, this is a, this going to be a good Super Bowl because they're evenly matched. Big time. Yeah. And it yeah. was it was just thrilling
1: the whole time. It was really good. Yeah. Going into the fourth quarter when it's 20 to 10 and then – Kansas City uh, rattles off 21 straight points to win it like that. It I mean, was
0: crazy, and they did that the whole postseason. Yeah. It was just amazing. Yeah, it was really, it was really, really great. And there's no team that I would rather see lose than those people who are stationed in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> and uh, and I want you to stationed is the right word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want you to know I was very mm-hmm. proud of the San Francisco players. Um, none of them took a crap on the field. No, that was good. Uh, it was that very went good. against their nature. We know yeah, that. It did. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Um, but somebody did take a big crap on the field, and uh, it was the halftime show sponsored Oof. by Pepsi. Oof. Now, I think just by reading the reviews, and if I may mm. quote Jeb Bush, the 2020 Super the Super Bowl halftime show is the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. Oh, please. Come on. Excuse me? Come on. Really?
1: If Mount Everest was made entirely of jello and it collapsed in some gigantic avalanche. <laughs> There jello would be, avalanche? Yes, yes a big jello avalanche yes Mount Everest size right there'd be there'd be less jiggling parts than were contained <laughs> in that Super Bowl <laughs> halftime
0: and there, there wow. and there is less jello in that mountain <laughs> yes. than in Jeb Bush's spine <laughs> is, that is true yeah too. that's is, also true I mean <laughs> what, come on man that was just it was bad. Pandering. He's pandering because of the Puerto Rican thing. I think That's so, That's all he's doing is pandering. Yeah. Um, it,
1: it, it, that was something you couldn't let your kids watch if oh you had my. small kids. Gosh, well, no, grandkids. no. Come on. Come on. The crotch the, cam. And the pole dancing. Yeah. I mean, those are very appropriate. Yeah. I like. Activities. I mean, you can't watch it with your kids.
0: J-Lo brought her, her 12-year-old daughter out to watch That's her true. pole dance. That's true. I mean, what's better than seeing mommy <sighs> pole dance?
1: And some of the crotch shots, like you said, and uh, the hand placement during those shots.
0: Yeah, well, we're, was, come the, on. Michael Jackson, but now the the hand placement. But the <laughs> crotch camera, I've never seen a crotch camera before. No. Never. I, no. No. I know. It, it was so uncomfortable. Inappropriate. Inappropriate that my uh, my son had four friends over. Now, these are teenage boys. So, I'm sure the teenage boys would have loved that if it wasn't also a room full of parents. Mm -hmm. And the teenage boys were so uncomfortable. I bet. They were like, Dad, can we change this? And I'm Mm. like, Yes, I'm trying to find the remote. Dad, can we please change this? Mr. Beck, could we change this, please? (laughs) Yes, I'm trying. (laughs) I had 15 year old boys. That's how inappropriate it was. The 15 year old boys watching it on their own they would have loved it (laughs) watching it with me in the room and my wife and other parents they yeah not so much not so much they were like oh good heavens and mainly because the Mm. all of the adults were like what the Mm -hmm. i asked tanya Mm -hmm. halfway through if i could get a lap dance from her (laughs) uh i said i've you know i've got a dollar bill and uh well, you've got a pull room, don't you? Oh, of course she, we do. Where she dances from time to time. And I said, look, honey, yeah. you don't have to. I mean, J-Lo's there. <laughs> if you like I'm in a strip club, how about a lap dance? I'll give you a buck. She said, how dare you offer me a dollar for that? Yeah. It, it. If you hand me a bill, it better have a one on it and zeros after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was really offended because I offered her a dollar. Not really for the lap dance, Con. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it was... Uh, <clears throat> Really uncomfortable. Anyway, um, it just shows how much we've changed. Yeah, I mean, remember the yeah. wardrobe malfunction? Tame in comparison to what we saw last absolutely night. Absolutely tame. Yeah, absolutely tame. And that was
1: what two thousand five, six.
0: Yeah, and it was a like big deal. And mm-hmm. the NFL had to apologize. There's not going to be an apology. Oh, for not this. at all. I not think gonna they're be... proud of it. Oh yeah, they love it. They love it. And you know what this is? I think this is the internet. I think mm-hmm. this is the influence mm-hmm. of the internet. We are all watching stuff now uh online or our kids are exposed to things online and you know it's just everywhere and it's just lowered the standards. It's just
1: all been normalized right. and it doesn't shock us anymore. No. You know, I was thinking about this last night. We've gone from a place where when Elvis first came on TV, you couldn't show him from the waist down. They right. would, it would only show his upper torso. Right. That's how
0: that's how prudish we were. I mean, were. honestly, and look at what happens now. Uh I wow. really thought the next step and I I I'm not joking. The next step is let's just give him a gynecological exam. <laughs> okay? That's just hey, we've got, you know, we've got JLo out <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, she's going to sing a song while we perform a gynecological exam. <laughs> because I mean, it was there's nothing else left. There's yeah. nothing else left. And it's yeah. just. And did you notice this? The women are all wearing nothing. And then every time the guys were out, they looked like dump. They looked like, hey, I just put my sweatpants on. And I got my hat on. And I'm sorry, I just rolled out <laughs> of bed. What's going on? I mean, the guys all looked like absolute dump. Yeah. Women were gypped. Yeah. Women were gypped.
1: In addition, I don't know who any of the guys were. If they were, are they famous people? Are I they
0: don't know. They were who go with the songs. Okay, so as a rule, so my son invited <laughs> two friends that had just moved to Texas from California, and mm-hmm. yes, I let them in the house. But they're from San Diego, which I count as only mm-hmm. partly Californian. Okay, so they're in, and you know, they're like, yeah, we grew up in San Diego, man. So like, we're Californians. So I'm asking them. Uh, all the way through the Super Bowl. Did you guys understand that ad? They're like, no, I don't even know what that ad was about. What was that? And did you notice like some of the, I think, I think they were not hip enough to even understand some of the ads. I don't even know what some <laughs> of these ads, I knew what they were advertising, but I had no idea. I was a following them and everybody at the end of the ad was like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. Am, am I the only one that? No, there were some, there were some weird weird ads. Like weird ads. That made no sense. Yeah. Yeah. The Tide ad I loved. The one yeah, that kept I, going through.
1: Yeah. There were a there were a few. Like I, I thought the Reese's ad was kinda of funny, the Take Five thing, where they had all the cliches of were yeah, you raised that by, that by a wolf? And the guy walks up at the end with the his head up his butt. <laughs> hang on, hang on just
0: a sec. Play this video, we have it. <clears throat> mm. What's that? Reese's Take Five bar. Chocolate, peanuts, caramel, peanut butter, pretzels? Never heard of it. Where have you been? Under a rock? Do it to me. What, were you born yesterday? Really, Trish? Me neither. (laughs) Were you raised by wolves? Really insensitive, Trish. Are you clueless? Hmm? Head in the sand? That's offensive, Trish.
1: Yeah, Trish.
0: You from another planet? (laughs) I never heard of Take Five neither. Again. <laughs> oh, None of us have heard of Take 5. Don't look stupid now. Reese's Take 5, the best bar you've never heard of.
1: All right, so, so there's a few of them yeah. but I just don't think the Super Bowl
0: ad thing is a thing anymore. It's really not. It used to be, but it's all too politically correct. Yeah. Everybody's afraid to offend anyone. Right, you know, which is why I loved the Donald Trump ad. Do we have the Donald Trump ad? Listen to the Donald Trump ad and tell me they didn't intentionally just go for it. I'll, I'll play it here right. in a second. Did you see it? Um,
1: I, I saw a couple ads. I'm oh, not sure which my gosh. One the
0: Trump to. ad, the first one that played, and I think it's the only one. He wanted to run two. Only one ran. Um, and the Democrats went crazy. Is it I, the crime
1: one? The anti-crime?
0: Yeah. The crime reform, yes. Excellent. And, uh, that was we'll, great. we'll go over that in case you missed it uh, coming up in uh, just a second. All right, so uh, last night I thought this was so effective for President Trump. Right audience, right time, uh, right at the beginning of the game. Uh, only could have been better if it was at the end of the game. But everybody was watching the kickoff. It goes to this ad It's a dark screen. Go ahead and play it. America demanded change. Donald Trump wins the presidency. No, this is not it. Stop, stop, stop. Go to the first ad, please. Go to the the one with Alice Johnson, please. Here it is. Alice Johnson was sentenced to serve a life prison for a nonviolent drug offense. Thanks to President Trump, she's got a second chance.
1: I'm free to start over. This is the greatest day Politicians of my life. talk about my criminal justice, but first. President
0: Trump gets it done. Thousands of families thank are being reunited. President
1: Donald John Trump. Woo! Donald Trump. Thank, you, thank you, thank you. I'm Donald Trump, and I appreciate I mean, the end. That's the great. End.
0: That's great. The end. If that doesn't print <laughs> with people, all the people who have been mm-hmm. talking about this. And here he goes in, and he gets it done. And he gets it done with people like Mike Lee. I mean, right. you know, it, it says something. There is a chance to change uh, people's minds. And uh, the Democrats, they're going to go in and vote uh, today in Iowa. If if they're thinking Pete Buttigieg is going to help that, it will only push the African-American community further Mm -hmm. into the conservative camp where they belong, quite honestly, where they belong. And what I loved about that, you're not attacking anybody. You're not saying anything negative about anybody. No. And it's a surprising ad to a lot of people. Yeah. I didn't see the other. I didn't see the other ad. What was the other ad? Can we play this one? America
1: demanded change. Donald Trump wins the presidency. And change is what we got. Under President Trump, America is stronger, safer, and more prosperous than ever before. Best wage growth I think we've seen in almost a decade. Unemployment rate sinking to a 49-year low.
0: Unemployment for African Americans, fell to a new low. Unemployment for Hispanics hit an all-time record low. And ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. I'm
1: Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message.
0: I mean, great ads. Great, great ads. Really great ads. True mm-hmm. uh, and uh, positive, positive targeting minorities without pandering. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it was a great ad, and I'm so sick of the pandering. Oh my gosh, the women stuff. Oh, oh my god, oil of Olay oh. isn't that what it's oh. called? Oh, just Olay now. Uh, so Olay, did you see the one where it's all women astronauts? <laughs> yes. And yet they're sucked yeah. into space at the last. <laughs> my son went. Oh no, that's a good ending. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, what? How is that a positive women's message when don't push the Olay button because it sucks them out into space and they all die, float away? I mean, what? How is that positive? How is that positive? And the one with a female kicker and the other. Uh, the holder. Stop. The holder and the it, kicker yeah. both take off their helmets. And, and it's women. It's women playing football. Oh, good for women can do anything. Shut
1: up. Better than men. Better than men can do it. That's the thing. We don't Uh. need men. We don't even need them. Why do we have men?
0: (laughs) They're obsolete. I'm sick of men. If that is not the message. I think it is. that, That you were getting. And thank goodness PETA didn't run their ad uh, I'll explain it to you coming up it's (laughs) agonizing it's agonizing Um, but uh, we'll talk about that Tulsi Gabbard is coming up next I think she's in New Hampshire uh, on the road now stumping uh, there's a problem with the Democratic Party in New Hampshire Um, she somehow or another didn't get on with eight points but uh, Deval Patrick did with only three points How'd, how'd that how'd that happen? Tulsi Gabbard next.
1: You're listening to Glenn.